I'd like to introduce you to Stacy. Beautiful. And you're Vince Romano. You've heard of me. <laughs> I replaced Vicki Taylor Romano. You've definitely heard of me. Welcome to I Used to Watch This, the podcast where we watch our favorite shows from the 70s and 80s and see what we think of them today. Here are our hosts, Mike Forgetto and Mike Sullivan. Hello and welcome to I Used to Watch This. I'm Mike Forgetto. And I'm Mike Sullivan. We made it back. We told you August was going to be a rough month. And uh, looking back, we only had one that actually premiered in august <laughs> so i was talking about there were, i thought we so, had two but one was like came out july 29th so i don't know if that really counts yeah so yeah august was a bit rough but uh i think we're back things have settled down a bit and uh i think we're back on track now what do you think i don't know we'll find out yeah so um yeah we've been busy with kids at school and all that kind of good stuff so the usual stuff every parent is doing especially gen x parents gen x parents shout out I'm sure a lot of you guys are having your kids go to school now. Um, so, uh, but yeah, we're back. We're we got, uh, I think, a good episode this one. I do too. <laughs> I, do, I do too. Uh, jump right in, TJ Hooker. Yeah, I guess so. Season, yeah, season two, episode one, second chance. Yeah. So I just so want to go is... and say first of all that um, we did not pick this because it's a police show with everything going on and trying to make some sort of political statement. We were just um, I was I think it's I read Shatner. Well, it's Shatner, and I think I just ran across it when I was on watching TV. I'm like, we haven't done a TJ Hooker episode in a while, and it turned out to be when we did the pilot, a uh, pretty popular episode. So um, I wanted to get back into it what? and. This one being, and we skipped all the way to season two, but there's only five episodes in season one. I didn't even realize it was that short. So we didn't skip a whole lot, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, but um, this is the first one with Heather Locklear, so we wanted to make sure we got into that one. Yeah, yeah. Because every teenage so you, boy, pretty much, that's why they watch the show if they watch. And <laughs> looking back, so young, like I, I didn't realize it at the time, but yeah, she, she so looked young. like she was like. 14 in this episode. I know, right? She totally does. She actually reminded me of like uh, the oldest sister on Full House from, uh, I, I don't remember her name. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. I, yeah. I, um, I don't, the actress's name is like Cameron, something Cameron, but uh, yeah, I, don't, I can't remember what it is on the show. I, I, I barely watch that show. I know. I don't know. Yeah. So. But yeah, no, she looked like she'd be like right out of high school, just with a lot of makeup on. Like she came out of cheerleading camp and uh, started the show. Right? Yeah, I, it's crazy. But <laughs> you know. But anyway, so and again, I, this is one that you know T.J. Hooker was on. I didn't watch the show, so like I don't remember any of the episodes specifically. I just remember like the people in it. I maybe saw fractions of an episode here and there. Um, but when this thing started. With the the um, opening credits, I don't remember it from the, fir- the first time we watched it, like what the credits were like. But I the think they were the same. Were, oh, pretty they're much. They're awesome. Yeah, it's a it's like a classic '80s <laughs> intro, super cheesy, but I totally loved it. Like, there's you know like posing and jumping and rolling, and it's just all like action, and then. You know, and they kind of like stop for the camera. <laughs> so it's, it's really cool. I loved it. But there was there's one scene in particular where um, 
uh, what's the partner of the young guy? The stud? Adrian Zemed. Uh, oh, Romano, his name in the show. Romano, where he rolls over the hood of the police car. And this is just in the opening credits. He rolls over the hood of the police car, and it really seemed like it took longer to roll over the hood than it would to have walked around the car, but <laughs> it was still cool. So Yeah, they um, didn't they didn't slide across the hood as well as the Duke boys did, I don't think. But no, they got yeah, you gotta put a good coat of wax on there for that. But yeah, so. yeah, I mean yeah. I mean they these are municipal police cars, so they don't have That's the right. budget for the wax. <laughs> They've gone through the wear and tear. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean just that alone got me pumped up and ready to watch this one. So yeah, because I, I do think there's one. Isn't there one where like I think where T.J. Hooker or the William Shatner does do a role like right into like a three point stance with his gun drawn? I think right. <laughs> I think something like that. I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, um, but I will say, and this is going to come up later. They do go out of their way to try to make you think that William Shatner is not quite as old as he is in real life in this show. Um, yeah, because in reality, true. he'd be like pretty much on the retirement block at this point, <laughs> like in real life. Yeah, I was thinking, like he'd, he would he'd not... at least be in his fifties. Like, yeah, he not, was. You know. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yes. No, he definitely was. Uh, but yeah, he he would be on the retirement track at this point. Now I know there's the whole thing. The backstory is, you know, he was. I don't know if he was a detective, but he was something higher up. There was a shooting. Yeah, I think he was a detective. Yeah, there was a shooting. He was involved, but they kind of he kind of almost got in trouble, which really isn't too far removed from what's going on right about now today. But well, yeah, we're not going to get into all that because this is not that kind of yeah. show, and we're not the type of people to talk about that because we'll just get everything wrong. Yeah, but right, exactly. Um, uh, but uh, well, but then said, he kind of decides he himself they, to go back to the streets. Yeah, I was going to say he he. He makes the claim that it was his choice to go, you know, to right. step down. Yeah. You know, I don't know if that's uniform. true or not, but whatever. Yeah. We, well, we'll never I don't know, know if we ever, it's like, not a real person. But oh, by the way, he was yeah, 52 yeah. in this episode. In this episode. Okay. Um, and that will come into play later, believe me. I have th- thoughts about that. <laughs> but I, I, okay. I'll also, uh, before we really even get in the show, in the credits, they show um, April, Clo. Uh, Clo. C-L-O-G-H in the credits. And she is not in this episode. That's who Heather Locklear replaced. I guess they didn't want to spoil it right up front. So they. Right. And I guess Heather Locklear is not even in the credits at all. So. (laughs) And was she anybody at this point? I, I don't think she, I mean, she was so young. I don't think she could have been. I don't know. (laughs) You know what? That's who I didn't look up how old she was. So she was 20. Like twenty one when this okay. episode came out. Oh, pretty good start. I mean, yeah. I'm sure that wasn't. Oh, her she wasn't. Oh, we got to find this. She was in a Chips episode called Satan's Angels. Oh wow! Sounds like a good biker gang episode. It does. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to. I'm trying to picture the role she might play in that, but yeah, okay. We'll we'll have to look for that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if oh. she's like a biker or if she's like a biker's younger she's sister a- or. Or, or like a victim like, or something. Like the, well, right. That was gonna be my next guess. Like her parents get harassed by bikers or something. Or she like drops her ice cream cone out the window, and then there's a like nine car pile up uh, <laughs> totally uh, freeway. So she shoots a rubber band out the car window at a biker gang, and he wipes out, takes out the whole crew, <laughs> yeah, right. and then it's they're a, on the shit list. Uh, a gasoline truck, and yeah. it's all downhill from there. Comes unhitched and runs exactly. through the neighborhood. But 
Anyway, all right. all right, we should probably actually get into the episode. Let's do it. Okay, so we start out with um, three girls walking out of Seaview uh, Rehearsal Studios. Um, and the clothing is a, a sign of the time. So we've got like leotards with leg warmers and headbands and like Jane Fonda wristbands. And <laughs> it's just like. Yeah, they are right off the Jane Fonda like cover of that. Uh, it, workout yeah, tape absolutely or yeah and then um the the one like the, they could, so they split off the two girls go one way and the other one girls the other way you know have a good day see you bye so she goes off her own way she's got high heels on so i'm not sure you know how that workout went or dancing or whatever oh i didn't but, even notice that uh, but the other two didn't they had like you know like flat shoes on so yeah like shoes you would um, actually use to dance in <laughs> yeah so she goes to her trunk and, you know, put her bag away, I guess, you know, uh, I'd probably just toss it in the back seat or something, but she's clean about it. So she opens her trunk to put some stuff away. And meanwhile, um, a very strange dude on a motorcycle, uh, with like a Freddie Mercury mustache is watching her. Which I'm pretty sure was uh, a fake mustache. I don't think that was Oh real. yeah. yeah <laughs> it was so fake. You're right. <laughs> it was. And... He looks angry. Like, there's no mistaking this guy is very, very angry. Um, and then he drives off on his motorcycle. But when she closes the trunk, he's standing right in front of her with the face shield down on his helmet. I'm like, how did she not hear the motorcycle? <laughs> right. And that was my whole thought on this one. How did she not see him? Because it looked like he was, like, just sitting there. Right. And I... Now... I'm not victim shaming because this is a TV show. Um, I feel like she could have run because he was. She did. She could have at least gotten not not necessarily gotten away from him necessarily, but at least gotten several steps and maybe called out to somebody like her friends who probably were still by their car. Right, right. So she did let out a blood curdling scream. That's right. Um, But she didn't move. She just she stood there. Yeah, and now Uh, don't get me wrong. In those situations, everyone's gonna panic. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I'm almost so. I'm thinking like, yeah, it would be pretty freaky that the guy's standing right there in front of you. But I don't know that I would have screamed. I would have been like uncomfortable. But I don't know that I would have known it was like a life or death situation. Right. Um, But you know, maybe I don't have those instincts. But she did the right thing. I mean, she did what she could. With what she had, she couldn't really run in those heels. That's probably. true. I forgot about the um, heels. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we don't really see the, anything. Then we cut to Gino's bakery um, or deli. I don't know. It's, if it's a, a bakery or deli. It's, I don't know because he talks store. about maybe fish. it's a little store. He talks yeah. about all these different kinds of things. So I'm not sure what he sells. I think it's just like a little market shop where they sell a little, yeah, bit a little of market everything. shop. Yeah. And someone someone vandalized the window with spray paint. Right. Um, not cool. No, and he's Heart- he's guy. using soap and water on it like that's going to do anything. Um, water soluble spray paint. Right? <laughs> but yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is when we get our first little minor speech about society because um, the guy talks about you know I was a fisherman, I was this, I was this, I fought for this. You know now I got this going on. You know what happened to this neighborhood? Teacher Hooker's like it's a different neighborhood. People used parents used to believe in discipline. <laughs> yeah. and yeah. um then romano's like whatever guys do you want a cat um i got a cat right. do you want it but you have grandkids right i gotta get rid of this cat this whole cat story 
just was not needed at all, in my opinion. No. I don't know no. why they decided to shoehorn like, this in. It was like they were trying to get that, like a, a lighthearted element to it, but it was exactly. not needed They're, at all. They're looking for like a soft, maybe even almost comedic uh, thread to run through this right. one. Almost comedic um, is the... Yeah, almost. <laughs> not quite. Um, so yeah, so we got him trying to pawn this cat off all, all episode long. Um, but I was like... Well, you know, these guys, I guess, beat cops, right? So they must be walking the streets a lot. They're like buddy-buddy with Gino from the... Yeah. I don't well, know if that's his name. Right. And that's... Yeah. They probably see him a lot, hang out with him. Like, hey, how's the grandkids? How's the dog? <laughs> you know, like all that stuff, whatever. And uh, so then, you know, whatever. They're like... Um, I think they get a call then, right? Yeah, they, they get a call for the murder. Um, I forgot what code they used. But, you know, they say, yeah, we got to go. We got to call. And uh, yeah, yeah. as they pull away, of course, Romano brings up about the cat again or something. Like trying to talk to I'm like, you guys got like a murder scene to go to? Why don't we focus a little <laughs> yeah, bit? <right. laughs> Let's forget the cat. And then 10 minutes. As, we, as they pull away, you see this little boy come out of the shadows kind of. And he's walking by and they focus on his pants because his pants have red spray paint all over him. And then he, right. like, throws a spray can in the garbage can. So, you know, just in case the spray paint on the shorts don't give it away, we're just going to let you know. This is the kid that <laughs> right. painted the wall. How he got this much spray paint on his pants, I'm not entirely sure. He's not real good at it. Right. I'm going to go, you know, I'm going to guess. Right. But I just want to say there's two crimes here in this first two minutes of this episode. One major, obviously. One, sure. you know, minor. Broad daylight, nobody sees anything. <laughs> yeah, you're right. And you know what, though? I want to say, you know, I, I I knew the kid had some good in him because he threw the can away. After vandalizing the window, he didn't just throw the can on the ground. He's kind of he, Right, he's not a litter I mean, bug. He's right, right. So, yeah. I mean, he can't be all bad. No, exactly. So, there's there's hope for that. Like, some people can be redeemed or, or rehabilitated, right? Yeah. So... He's one of those guys that could, you know, I'm pretty sure if he went through the system, he'd come out okay. Right. But. We'll get more into that kid later. Um, all right. So uh, they go drive in there and, um, you know, they have like a description of a motorcycle. So someone obviously saw something. And um, as they're driving, this motorcycle shoots by it, like crosses like alleyway to alleyway, like 100 miles an hour. And well, in like seconds before that, Hooker tells his partner, he's like, keep an eye out. We're in the area. <laughs> And then, and then that thing comes rocketing through. It's like, like evil could evil, like rolling through the street. <laughs> totally. <laughs> it's like, I don't know how they, I mean, the guy, under normal circumstances, he's going through an alley and he just crosses a street without any regard for traffic or anything right. like that. I just don't know what would happen. You know, that, I don't think that would play out too well. But No, I'm sure he'd be uh, killed. Um, so now we get into a car chase with a motorcycle. Um, and wait, and um, why can't I remember the guy's name? Romano. Romano. So Romano's like, hey, that could be our guy. I'm like, you think? That, <laughs> they just described exactly that, you know? Right. And the guy goes booking by. So Chase is on. Yeah, Chase is go. on. They go through the streets, get on the expressway. I, they almost run into the Chips guys, I think. I think it seems like they're on the same set at this point. Yeah. <laughs> get off our side. <laughs> Poncho John go by, flipping them off. Um, but I will say one thing I noticed 
at this point is these guys, so the motorcycle's weaving through the traffic, obviously. They have their sirens blaring and are weaving through the traffic. So was there no law then that you're supposed to pull over to the right when you hear sirens at this point? Was that before this no. happened, or yeah? See, back then you could like you just when you hear a siren, you like swerve, <laughs> just swerve in any direction, because <laughs> nobody that gets out the of the way. <laughs> and also, you know, I want to say so they go up this, they go up like a a, a ramp, right, like an off ramp or a you know, uh, it's ex- exit. Yeah, yeah. What I don't know what you call them, but so yeah, no, you're right. They're going uh, up. You know, there's a big truck coming down, um, and and the motorcycle's going. You know, go leading the way, really. And for like a, a moment, I, I was just in awe because I was thinking the stuntman driving this bike is actually super talented because there were cars, like literally, like you said, I don't think they coordinated the way some of these cars were going. I think, like, I think this guy <laughs> narrowly, narrowly escaped getting <laughs> run over a couple of times. And uh, I'm just thinking, you know, that was, that was pretty cool. Probably, uh, I don't know. I've just... New respect for stuntman after seeing that. Yeah. And then when, you know, he gets away, I guess, and this truck blocks the road. So TJ Hooker swerves off, you know, and, and like they kind of fall off this like cliff. Um, no, they didn't fall. They launched like 100 <laughs> feet. You're right. They they, they must have like, like jammed the, the accelerator car. down and totally dukes a hazard at it and just launched up but they did not stick it, the landing <laughs> but again the car hit with such impact I, like i went back and i rewinded i watched and it looked like there were stuntmen in the car like i don't think they just sent the car over with dummies in it because it looks like one guy reached up to like go grip something yeah and i'm thinking the fact that they even survived that <laughs> it's amazing that, that was a pretty brutal crash yeah, they're lucky then, like that engine block didn't land in their laps. I mean, right? It was, and then and then these two climb out like you know, not a bruise, and not they a did scratch. not have their seatbelts on. They would have been like no. through that windshield. And they're and they're totally like not even in awe that they survived what just happened. No, they're they get like, out and I think they're talking about the cat again. I don't know. They were talking <laughs> about. We needed. Oh, oh no no no! Yeah, Romano's car. like, I think we need another car. <laughs> <laughs> and they just call in saying they wrecked and they need another car. And like yeah, two minutes later, they're at the murder scene. Right. So do they just have like a flatbed driving around with like police cars on it waiting for people Same. to crash them? I guess. California, man. Well, no, it's not California. This is like. Oh. I think where it's are we? I don't like know. Lake City. It's it's a fake. Uh, they don't, you know. <laughs> they didn't want to. Pick... They don't even know what state it's in. Well, right. I mean, yeah, it's obviously California. But. They didn't want to, uh, I think, use a real thing because L.A. is probably like, no, you're not going to make us look like assholes. Right. So Everyone else does. Right. Okay. So, yeah, you're right. So they get to the crime scene, and there's a dead dancer. Um, I don't know if you noticed, you know, that the detective on the scene was sort of an idiot. <laughs> he, yeah. He's like, yeah, there's really nothing here. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, whatever. <laughs> you're about to step in some evidence. He's like, oh, circles it with some chalk. And he's like, you know, and then um, it turns out that Hooker, we don't really know how yet, but he somehow has ties to this girl. And um, he pulls it the, like, you know, body bag open or the blanket or whatever. And he looks, he's like, hey, did you notice she's missing a lock of hair? And the thing was like, oh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> 
So I'm not, <laughs> not sure uh, what to make of that. But yeah, they th- uh, these guys do not like each other right off the bat. I, I was wondering this, this is the only episode this guy's in too. I thought maybe he was going to be like a recurring character, but nope. Yeah, it could have been. I mean, I, yeah, I, I could no, see how they could have played that out, but, for sure. But I think but, this show yeah. was supposed to focus more on T.J. Hooker and him being like, remember, he's supposed to be in charge of like the police academy or whatever. Not in oh, charge yeah, right. of it, but like charge of training all these guys. So that's probably why they didn't want to have like a detective there. Right, right. But yeah, like yeah, you're right though. Immediately he knows. He's like, yeah, multiple stab wounds, hair cut off. He's like, yeah, I know the guy. Like what? <laughs> right. He's like eight years ago. Well, we'll get into that in a minute. Yeah, eight years ago. I don't think we hear now. that story it yet. But he weird. he knows something. Yeah, I think we do. I think we do. He's oh, like, do we? Okay. Yeah, this is where they're like. I think they're driving or walking or doing something. And he's like, he tells, you know, hey, eight years ago, there was this guy on the prowl, the barber, they called him, because he cut off their hair or a piece of their hair. And he killed four or five girls, and but the last one survived. Yeah. Okay. I didn't realize it was then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then, then they uh, they head back to the academy. And um, this is where we're introduced to Heather. Which what her name was? Um, oh, Stacy. Okay, I was gonna go by her last name. What was her last name again? Don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So he meets Stacy, and Romano. Um, he really can't handle it. Kind of. He's like, right. He's like, holy cow! Who's that babe behind the counter? <laughs> like, yeah. He's like uh, that uh, cartoon where the wolf goes to the city. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Guess I we're going to have to take you back to the country. The <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that one. Uh, I think it's a tech that's great. one, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, no, um, but yeah, no he's just like, although, and she's like, I'm Stacy. Uh, he, he's like, what did he say? I, um, I got a little clip of it here. Here's a little short clip when he says something. Because she's like, she knows who he is already because she took over from April. That's how she gets out of the show. She's like, by the way, I took over from April. Oh, yeah. Here's this box she gave me to watch, too, with a cat in it. But uh, here we go. There's a little clip. I'd like to introduce you to Stacy. Beautiful. And you're Vince Romano. You've heard of me. <laughs> I replaced Vicki Taylor Romano. You've definitely heard of me. Vicky Vicky Taylor Romano, huh? Is that like was that some relative of his? He, she just said I I replaced Vicky Taylor Romano. No, I think there was supposed to be a comma. Vicky Taylor oh. Romano. <laughs> oh, okay. I see. Vicky Taylor like, was. Oh, Vicky Taylor okay, was. Gotcha. Uh, April is her real name. I don't know why I, I said April, but that's her real yeah, name. Then he, Vicky was her okay character's name. Gotcha. I thought it was like a hyphenated last name or something. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so you know, in the meantime, like Hooker is trying to introduce, and like, you know, Romano keeps interrupting or whatever, and she's like, well, "What are you gonna do about the cat?" He's like, "Why don't we talk about that over dinner tonight?" You know, and Hooker's like, "I think I should mention who this is," and he's like, "This is Stacy," and again, what was? Uh, Stacy Sheridan, as in Captain Sheridan, and he's like, "Oh, you're the captain's daughter." Okay, never mind. Uh, we'll get taken to her. The cat. We'll see you later. <laughs> yeah, he actually looked like he was going to be sick. Yeah, so. I guess she's out of the picture. Yeah, right. 
and then um, where, where? Let's see where. Oh yeah. So then, yeah. Stacy has the cat, and so she's stuck taking care of him for a little bit, at least while Romano tries to figure things out. And then, which? Um, why can't he have? Where does he live? And why can't he have the cat? I don't know. Well, yeah, why don't you just leave the cat at home? I don't know. Cats are pretty self-sufficient. I know. As far as I know. It's not like a dog where you, you got to let them out. And stuff, yeah. But, um, but instead, so of, Hooker, instead, you're just going to have her leave it in a box all day. Yeah. And it'll stay there. Yeah. It'll just stay in an open box all day. But Yeah, exactly. All right. Then, then Hooker goes into the captain's office and tells him, hey, look, I think it's the barber. I, I know in my gut it's it's – the barber and you know I, I was on the case eight years ago that went bad but yeah i i know it's him and and the captain's like no he, no <laughs> he's just like he's not buying it at all right it's like, like why would he disappear for eight years like i don't know maybe he's in a mental institution i don't know he but yeah. this is him and now granted i would be kind of on the captain side on this one like i don't you know it's hard to say it's eight years later it's could be coincidental. Yeah. And yeah. he is also right where this is really not his job at this point. You know, he's right. Not a detective. He's not out there, you know, um, supposed to be right. solving cases. What the detectives are supposed to be doing, even though the detectives does seem to be pretty poor at his job, but whatever. <laughs> but right. They don't want him on the case pretty much. And, um, and the, and the captain, you know, so whatever captain walks by, apparently, has an allergy to cats and starts sneezing as he approaches the like immediately. I mean, I, I shouldn't say I'm I'm not allergic to cats, so I don't know how it goes, but I, I don't think he'd react quite that quickly. But you know, again, I, I have no idea. This is the C plot that's supposed to be the lighthearted part that's supposed to, you know, take your mind off the heavy stuff coming up a little later on. <laughs> right, right. Um, and but then, then we, we get to. A, a, a part of the, the show that I like where <laughs> yeah. Hooker's teaching class. Um, yes. He's teaching so I, like I, combat techniques or something. Yes. I, I got a little, and, I got a little clip of it. I wish I could show oh, a video okay. clip on this yes. particular show. I think I might have a video clip of it saved that I will post later on social media. So watch for that. But uh, yeah, so this is Hooker teaching the guys how to use, the baton. Rear punch, forward punch, squeak side, strong side, weak side, power stroke, power stroke. PR 24, a baton. One tool in a range of tools. But always remember your head is the best tool you have. <laughs> deep. Yeah. He's uh, deep. You gotta love William Shatner, especially '80s William Shatner. He's he's like the best. Like I said, he's. I mean, now I'm not putting him down for being 52 or 53 because you know at this point I shouldn't be doing that. Because hey, <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> but it just it just. Um, I mean, he seems to be in pretty decent shape for it. But he just cracks me up. It's like just him being ham. Power stroke. Right. <laughs> Go yeah. crazy with it. Very dramatic. Yes, exactly. And uh, and I. I don't know if you found this to be true or uh, I don't know, but whenever I see the show and I see these cops, even the captain, Shatner, whatever, they're He's in these sergeant, uniforms yeah. or, or whatever. So they're 
they're in these uniforms and they're so buttoned up and tight and it it seems like so I don't I don't know like I I don't think cops wear their uniforms that tight I don't know you, you did you I, I know what you're saying sense that I know what you're saying they just they look like they're maybe like they're a little more two sizes too small they're a little more tailored let's just say than I think a very yeah, a regular police yeah. officer's uniform would be because they just can't tailor everyone to every officer yeah where they can for a TV show <laughs> <laughs> or they just fit better on other people. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. They're like more more comfortable. You can move around a little bit. I don't know. Yeah. But I wouldn't want to be dressed up, buttoned up all the way to the neck, you know. No, well, I think I think long, regular police uniforms are pretty well buttoned up though. I don't I don't know. I don't know that they are. I mean, I I I haven't really looked that closely, but Mike, you have next not Next time I get the, pulled over by a cop, I'll check it out. As I was going to say, you haven't had the same number of encounters with the law that I have. Can I be like, uh, uh, can so. I take a picture of you? We're, Mike and I talked about this <laughs> on our podcast. By the way, in the right. back of my phone, you'll notice the sticker for the podcast. You can check it out. <laughs> Here's one for the kids. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, anyway, so yeah. So where are we going to? Uh, uh, oh, right, yeah. So, so they, they run, so they're running through a file about the case. Yeah. So they're they're driving and stuff. And, you know, Romano's like, well, we can't do anything about this. He's like, hey, no one says what we could do on lunchtime. You know, we could still look at stuff. So they're still right. talking about the cat, of course. Romano, I guess, lets it out that what he's been doing is for some girl, I don't think he's even dating anymore. He would be driving like 30 miles a day to go feed this cat. You know, right. and Hooker's like, at a dollar fifty a gallon, that's a very expensive uh, visit. So, and it's true. I think was she a flight attendant? I don't know, something like that. Like she wasn't. Yeah, around. something like that. But I was thinking a buck fifty a gallon. I mean, that's yeah, that's a bargain, dude. From like eighty two, that's not that's not too bad. I mean, except their cars probably got like seven and a half miles a gallon. But yeah, yeah, true. It's only like two something. You know, hovering around two bucks out by me right now. Yeah. Just, if you're if you're watching prices, right? So they go to a dance studio. What was the name of this one? Did you catch it? Uh, let's see. Did I catch it? I don't know. I don't. I, nope. Okay. I didn't catch it. So anyway, you know, Romano's like, "Was this lady special?" You know, but basically, he talks about the person that almost got killed, and right. he's like, "Well, she could have been." All right. So here's where we got to talk about some stuff. <laughs> yeah. So this. Okay. So first of all, it turns out that this other dancer. That got away. Uh, her name is Lynn Hartman, played by Rebecca Holden, known through in, through uh, 80s TV as April on Knight Rider for that one year. Remember? <laughs> for that one year. For that yes. one year. So we did one episode with her so far. Right. So now let's get to the nitty gritty a little bit here. So he talks about how, you know, he had to, you know, she could have been someone special. So in this episode that we're talking about here, now I don't know how old the character is supposed to be, um, but in real life, she is 24. <laughs> so this already causes Sorry, a problem because we know, you know, T.J. Hooker any problem, is but. 52, but they talk about well, it being eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so she would have been 16 years old. <laughs> oh, wow. I was not doing any type of calculations. <laughs> so now again, obviously, so this is the funny thing. is like they obviously make TJ Hooker to be younger 
and her to be older, I'd be like, hey, why do I got to be older? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, right. But so so here's the part to you. He, he's like, she could have been but special, but he was married at the time. Right. Um, so that left me with a handful of questions alone, but. Oh, we got more the, questions. The fact we got he, more questions to come up about this. <laughs> the fact that he's more worried about that he was married than that she was 16. Would be, <laughs> but I think that's the thing. We're not supposed to do any kind of no. math here. No, right, right. Okay. All right. So then they go inside and they see her and they start talking to her. Um, so. I, I don't remember exactly what happened because they just go in and start talking to her, right? Well, so he goes in by himself. Okay. And she's like teaching a class. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah. And they like, they, <laughs> she sees they him. meet she's eyes. Like, class and- over. <laughs> Everyone go home. <laughs> like, uh, teacher, yeah, we've like, only been here for five minutes. <laughs> it was it was magic. So she dismissed the class. And um, they walk up and they have their moment where they stare at each other. And then they go for a walk on the beach. Okay. But here, and why not? Before they go on a walk for the beach. And which I have some stuff about that too, but she's like, you know, I always thought we'd meet again. And at this thing where she thought they'd meet again is such a weirdly specific thing that she came oh, up yeah. with. So I'm going to play it here real quick. I always had an idea we'd run into each other sometime, Hooker. Casually. In a restaurant, maybe. I'd be with someone else. You'd be with your wife. Good smile. Maybe pass the time of day, and that would be the end of it. How about you? Not that I ever thought about it. <laughs> yeah, not that I haven't, you know, been oddly specific and wrote some, you know, <laughs> novels about it in my spare time. <laughs> right. My, you should She's see my diary wall. for the last eight years. Yeah. It just says Hooker. <laughs> <laughs> it says yeah. Lynn Hooker. Just me trying it out different <laughs> ways. <laughs> No. I, I like the because fact she that would she's have been like, 16 and that's what a 16 year old would do yeah. is like write her name with his last name <laughs> yeah. with like a sparkly marker <laughs> exactly <laughs> lh like, you would be with your wife lh loves th right hey she already had Forever. the h she was already there yeah. uh, oh siri thinks i'm talking to her <laughs> <laughs> all right um yeah, so I don't know. It's just, and, and again, I know we're not supposed to pay attention to the age. We're not supposed to know. That's fine. Come on. But <laughs> people that would have been watching this show at this point definitely would have known approximately how old uh, William Shatner was because he had been around for a long time already. No, oh, yeah. Um, but he looks so damn good. That's the thing. No, you know? well, the you know the <laughs> the wig on top helps that uh, helps keep you young. Yeah. <laughs> I got to tell you though, I have hair like William Shatner. I have like, I have big thick hair. Like, I should use that same hairstyle. I think that he <laughs> just, uses in T.J. Hooker. Yeah. Okay. Just bring it. I'll bring it back. I'll try and. Uh, okay. I'll try and have that that hairdo done up on me somehow, and. Yeah. I'll sh- and I'll share it with you, Mike, so you can see. Okay. We'll make sure you share it on social media for everybody to see. All right. Oh, so sure. then, yeah. So they go on a walk from the beach. Um, <laughs> so they go on a walk and I, go ahead. What in this Mike? this might be where I noticed like the uniform because <laughs> first it's pretty odd to see a cop, like a uniform cop walking on the beach. But I think that might be where I was like, wow, this is like a form fitting uniform he has on. But 
Right. Anyway, go ahead. So, sorry. yeah. So, he's walking on the beach, full uniform. She's on the beach, dance uniform. She didn't bother changing or whatever. I know he can't, but it'd be like, maybe you should just put a coat. I don't know. It just seems like right. an odd. But, again, this is the 80s. People probably wore that shit on the beach back then. It's like r- role play on the beach, right? right? Like, you wear, wear whatever you want. So Come as you want. They go on the beach. First of all, they're walking. And there's like a big wide shot, like overhead view, boom crane image, empty beach, nobody right. there. They're talking. Right. And then all of a sudden they close in and all of a sudden there's like 50 people behind them. Like, where did these people come from? <laughs> there yeah, there were like kids and like beach balls yeah, and stuff the kid everywhere. like with his bike upside down, like fixing it. I'm like, where did all these people come from? They weren't there like two seconds ago. Uh, I, I, I think we, we were just so focused on I, the, well, I don't the couple in love. Yeah, I don't think like they, they did there. much in the way of uh, continuity people back then. <laughs> yeah. um, that wasn't like no. a thing in TV. Um, but no. anyway, they, so he talks about. He's like, "What happened to your dream? You're going to go to Broadway, blah 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 blah." And she's like, "Well, you know, after I almost got murdered, um, she I don't know. It was kind of weird the way she said it at first. Didn't make sense, but I kind of got it." But she's like, I just love dance so much, I wanted to share it. I'm like, well, you would be on Broadway, but um, <laughs> that would be pretty spectacular. But then she right. meant she wanted to share it with other people to share the joy. And I'm like, okay, I guess that kind of makes sense. But at first, I'm like, wait, what? So I kind of went back. I'm like, but I see what she's saying. But in the meantime, they're walking and talking, and he she ends up saying something like, how are you know your family, your kids? I'm like, well, I don't really know them anymore because we got divorced. I'm like, you didn't tell her this whole time. <laughs> Right, and he's yeah, he's like, well, they're not mine like the way they. Oh were yeah, before. that's what he said. <laughs> like, like what? What the hell does that mean? They're still your kids. I know, but Mike, this is divorce eighty style. It doesn't. It didn't work that way back then, man. It was like Maybe. you got divorced. You're like, well, you know, fine. You can see your kids like once every other week. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, believe me, I know from experience, guys. Um, <laughs> being, <laughs> being a kid of that time. Um, but yeah, no, it was just totally different time. So you like, that's how it was. Like you got divorced. Like, well, fuck it. You're not seeing your kids anymore. You're like, well, wait, hold yeah. on a second. Um, and then not only I, and I think this is fair play because, you know, he's like, oh, what happened to your dream? So, you know, then she brings up, Hey, I read about this horrible shooting you were in that went <laughs> south. <laughs> How'd that work out? <laughs> yeah, is that why you're in a uniform again, loser? <laughs> no, no, no. I, I wanted to be. That's where he came up with yeah. that story. But. And I don't know if you noticed, but did you notice when they were walking on the beach, he kept like trying to grab her arm really weird? I don't know what... Yeah. I don't know if like it was like... I don't know. I think it was like weirdly edited. I think they were trying to get to marks and stuff, and maybe she was... I don't know, but it just seemed weird. Like He kept like... Grabbing for her arm, Shatner, <laughs> like, the veteran, she just kept pulling her into yeah, place. Come on, you're supposed to be over here, goddammit. Follow the footprints in the sand. Jeez. Can't you see them? Um, but anyway, I, just, I noticed that a couple times where he kind of grabs her kind of hard. Yeah, it did seem kind of firm. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. I noticed that too. Yeah, exactly. Um, but in the meantime, so then he tell, ends up telling her, he's like, okay, hey, there's another woman that was killed. Same MO. You know, she's understandably freaked out a little bit. And, <laughs> yeah. um, they kind of, I don't know, they kind of end it there. They don't really get too deep into it, but you can let her know about that. Because then we cut to some dive bar out in the middle of nowhere, and the, the killer... The seaside bar. Huh? You see, It's the seaside bar. So you bar. might know that one. 
<laughs> we don't know the dance studio that she works at, but. <laughs> but hey, if I ever see that bar on the side of the yeah. road, I'll know it. But then there's this lady dancing poorly um, on the stage. Yeah. Kind of reminded me of like Kristen Wiig in a way. <laughs> From. <laughs> You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like, it didn't look like exactly like Kristen Wiig. So, uh, Kristen Wiig, if you're listening to this and you see this episode, don't think that. But it looks like a character she would play. It's, not what, it's not what he meant. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Right. Like, because there were some similarities yeah, to yeah. her, but I, I could see her, like, doing some weird character like this. Yes. Um, but anyway, we see it. We kind of get, like, a close up of the guy, and then we cut away. And the next thing we know, Hooker and Romano are there because they found the body. That, that girl obviously was dead. Right. Right, they're at they're at the scene. Yeah, of the, the bar. next day. Yeah, and I'm not sure how this all happened. But they're like, it seems like it happened early in the morning when she came in. The bartender found her when he came to open up. Like, what? I, it would make more sense if it happened last night. I think. Something. Well, I think they mean like late, late night, like you know, darkness, morning like night. three a.m. type of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> morning night. All right, so I, I'll just Before let that sunrise. Slide. I yeah. don't know. But then. Um, yeah, then that's when Garcia's like, hey, I guess you're right. That is another the guy is back. Woo! You know, like, dude, what the <laughs> yeah. fuck? Yeah, right. And I don't know. Oh, and Hooker doesn't want the press to push it. Right, yeah, because um, they want to use Hook- the press. And he's like, no, let's not. Because he doesn't want to yeah. get Lynn dragged into it for one. Right? Right, right. So. And, and then here, then Romano finally earns his keep, right? He's like, hey, there's a motorcycle track here. With a skid mark, he's like, and the guy probably wanted to get away, so he would lean the bike up against this, and then they find like a clue where the handbrake broke off. Yeah, like a little and uh, the little ball at the end of it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Hooker's like, Romano, finally. Like, I mean, he didn't say that, but he was—you could tell—he was like impressed that he came up yeah. with something. So. so now they're like, we're getting there because we got a blob of oil and a little ball from the end of a motorcycle. That's all. That is all you need, my friend. <laughs> um, uh, and so then we cut to the bad guy for a strange scene where he's just looking at a clip of uh, Hooker's girlfriend in the newspaper. Right. It looks like it was like a yearbook photo. <laughs> right. And was she Back wearing when she was the, 16. Okay. Because was she wearing the same thing that she's wearing? <laughs> she was dancing. It, 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 very likely. I don't know. <laughs> because... I'm going to skip to this part right there because it is great later on when he shows up at the dance studio, the killer, and he looks at the picture of oh, the yeah. dancer and she's wearing the same thing. Looking. Yeah. Like, is that her uniform? I don't, it just seemed very odd. That was like the same exact outfit. Like they couldn't find another outfit for her to wear. So they just put exactly. that on there. Wardrobe. Uh, but anyway, right, so, so now we go back to, uh, was it Gino? No. What's the guy's name? Yeah. Gino. Gino. Yeah. I think it was Gino Manelli. Um, Gino, they they came and broke my window. Uh, yeah, do you believe this hooker? They broke out my window, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and hooker's like, oh, hey, could you look at these X-rays? <laughs> and he like pulls out these like, yeah. Well, first he finds like, a pellet, right? He's like, this is what broke oh, your yeah, window, right. and he's like, it's a pellet. He's like, probably some sort of pump action gun. He's like, some, you know, I don't know what he puts together. It's probably a Red Rider. Yeah, 15. exactly. No, I don't know. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> he pulls out these X-rays. I'm like, what the is he doing? <laughs> I'm like, why would he be asking this guy? He's trying to watch, you know, one minute he's trying to watch spray paint off his window with soap. <laughs> and next, he's going to have him do some lab work on these X-rays and figure out 
So, but but so then it does come together because he's like, <laughs> you know, Gino mentioned he was a fisherman, right? And so he's like, hey, Gino, don't don't these look like, I don't know, some kind of weird hook knife thing that I I don't know, right? But about you know, at, I've never to, seen. Well, I've seen X-rays, but I've never seen an X-ray of a stab wound. <laughs> I, I just don't imagine that it would still hold the shape of the knife. Oh uh, yeah, like a fossil. <laughs> it was like right, a... exactly like it's going to close up a little bit, right? I mean, or yeah, or you know that hook. You think when you pull it out, it's going to tear. It's right, not exactly. Maintain the shape. I mean, I know like so much, I, I know they can match abs- it like to the actual wound, like on the person. You know what yeah. I mean? They could sometimes. But it's as if the out. person swallowed this tool and it was inside of them with this <laughs> That's extra. You know? He shoved it down his throat. Uh, yeah. But anyway, but he's like, yeah, it does kind of look like a marlin spike, but look, it's different. It's bigger, you know? He's like, yeah, that's what I was Bent thinking. More. And he's like, yeah. hey, I knew a guy back in the old days fishing. Uh, he was from, uh, I forgot what he said first. Like, no, no, he was Gre- a Turk. He's a Greek. Oh, yeah, Greek. Yeah. <laughs> he's a Turk. He's like, Turk. But then he's like, yeah. And um, yeah, and then they put it together that he's this guy's some sort of seaman, somehow. He's yeah. a Turkish seaman, right? Not right. just some random guy who happened to own a knife from Turkey, but no, right. he was specifically a seaman from Turkey right. because he had that knife, right? And he happened to have fish with him, so that's cool. Um, so then, um, oh, so this is when the killer. You talk about going back to the studio. The killer at this point is dressed like Gallagher. Do you remember the guy that smashed watermelons with the sledgehammer? Gallagher. He's got like the. Wasn't that his name, Gallagher? No, but I know. What are you talking about? I don't remember him being dressed yeah, like Gallagher. Do he, he had like the red and black striped shirt on with like overalls and, and the hat. Oh, okay. He totally looked like Gallagher. Yeah, we're not there but yet, anyway. though. When he, when he goes to the studio? Yeah. yeah, that's right now. No, we got more before that. Uh, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, so here, I'll tell you what happened. Okay, so he runs to the radio, Hooker, and calls it into Sheridan. It says, hey, run the prince through Interpol, because we think this guy's from international stuff. And that's all he tells her. And um, and she's like, hey, Minor is Romano detail. with you? Make sure I want to see him right after shift, you know, about the cat. So then... um. Before then, the, the, the part I had, the, the, then then we go right to where you are. That's just a little part, but oh, okay. They uh, so yeah. So so he, uh, he, I'm thinking we were we were fine without that. <laughs> no, because I wanted to get to this part. Because then Gino, or he starts talking to Gino. Hey Gino, okay, let's get to the important stuff. I want to talk about the calamari, the cara. <laughs> Wait, hold on, I got a clip. <laughs> well, that's true. Because I just I just cracked me up. Now let's talk about something else that's important. You know, I mean your scongeli and your calamari and your soup of the bay. Hey, now you are talking hooker. I want an order of each and anything else that you think might make a really special lunch for two. All right. And uh, you better order what you're having for lunch, Romano, because you're not the one I'm eating with. Yeah. That's- and, oh. I, and I think some of those words were made up. Your congeli. I don't know. I don't know if that's a real word. I am uh, yeah, half I Italian, but I don't know any Italian. But it just sounded made up. You don't even know like those key words. I, I know calamari. <laughs> and the, I don't. Okay. He says like zupida. So do I. But then I'm, even... I'm Irish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, yes. Yeah, so now Gallagher. Yeah. So now we go. <laughs> And he, he's dressed like Gallagher, and I just texted Mike a picture of the shirt the guy's wearing. Or actually of Gallagher. 
looking, looking <laughs> like, like that guy. Although Calico looks like Freddy Krueger, that picture. Yeah, he does look pretty scary. There. Um, so yeah, so he goes into the studio and he's like, you know, looking at her. He looks at the picture on the wall and it's of the you know this dancer that he once almost killed, and then. He works his way. She dismisses the class, and he works his way in. Right, and he, by slowly. the way, he, he stands where, right where the door opens up, and the kids just come running out and push the door open, like blocking him, and he just like lets you know walks past them all. And nobody, yeah, nobody notices yeah. him. Anyway, um, and so he he's looking at the picture of the one that gets away, and then he creeps up to her, and he gets right up to her, and she turns around, and it's not her; it's somebody else. So she's like, oh, she's out to lunch. Uh, but, uh, you know, you could wait. He's like, no, I'll come back. Um, I'm not, I don't know how that would have played out in real life. But I was thinking she'd probably get that, what do they call that tool? What was that called? The knife? The hook? Yeah. It was some sort of hook. Well, the one that he yeah, had was we, a marlin hook. This is some other kind of Oh, hook. yeah, the marlin hook, right. Yeah. I think she would probably would have caught a little bit of that Marlin hook right there, but she didn't. He spared her because I guess he probably didn't want to blow his chance at killing the original one. So, yeah, I guess. Well, and he didn't see her dance, so you know he doesn't want to. Oh, I think he got. I think he's got to see him dance first. That's part of the formula. Okay, right, all right. So now I guess this all ties back in to your where he's talking about the food and stuff with Gino because. Now they're at lunch, uh, Hooker and, and his girlfriend, at, <laughs> at some some outdoor table. Um, and I don't know, this whole conversation is like, I don't want to get involved. Right, yeah. Like, Be, uh, are people are being about? murdered, but pff, I'm not helping. It's not, it doesn't have anything <laughs> right. to do with me. <laughs> right. And uh, he's like, and then he, like, you know, he's trying to jar her for some memories, like PTSD. He's pushing her for anything she can come up with. And uh, she's like, really can't come up with anything at the moment and then like romano strolls up to the table with a rubber rat (laughs) and just starts like what do you think you know which was again trying to run this thread through it just this is one spot where it didn't fit well and then um so it was for the cat obviously and then this is where your your buddy on the skateboard shows up again mike (laughs) Yeah, they kind of come running through there and knock almost knock over Romano and Hooker and they're like, "Oh, sorry, sorry guys." And then Hooker gets a good look at the kid and notices, you know, the red paint. And he's like, "Hey, hey, hey. Hold up there, kids." He's like, "Oh, I'm sorry, sir. It was my, you know, mistake." Like, oh, "Yeah, I'm sure it was." He's like, "What about the red pants?" And he like taps his pocket. It's like you got some uh, pellets like this in there. He's like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, hey, what's your name? Where do you live? He's like, uh, Stevie. What? Are you? He's like, all of a sudden, just like rambles yeah. off all this stuff. The kid actually looked like he was gonna cry. Oh no, I he thought. was gonna cry. It's like, kid looked terrified. And uh, he's like, he's like, what happened over there? You know, why would you do those things? He's like, no, it wasn't. He's like, he kicked us out. He thought he said we were stealing, but we weren't. So I guess to show him, you spray painted his window and busted his windows. But yeah, well, he said the old man was pushing him around. I well, yeah, I don't know if they meant physically or emotionally. <laughs> but I will say, <laughs> so I, I, on this topic, a couple things. One, um, it does kind of show some of that 
Hooker kind of like, okay, maybe uh, there's more to this story. And it's not just the kids being jerks, you know. So he's going to yeah. get into it. But I will say something Hooker's similar fair. did happen to me as a kid back in the day. Do you remember uh, Kiefer Pharmacy down in Mo- downtown? Sh- yeah. So this was, this was a pharmacy uh, in town where we grew up. It was kind of like an old school thing. It still had like all the candy in front and everything, you know, a little bit of everything you can get. And I remember being in there. I don't think you were there, but with no. Dan and his and some of our friends, we got kicked out by the old lady that used to work there, which I used to hate her. And we weren't doing anything, but she kicked us out because we were little, we were kids. Uh-huh. She didn't think we were going to buy anything, and we were. We had money, and so we went home and we so told Dan's mom. And Dan mom called over there and yelled at the lady. Good. <laughs> I thought that was pretty awesome. That's justice. Yes. And I'm sure the lady's like hung up and like, whatever, I don't fucking care. <laughs> <laughs> little punks are going to steal my stuff. But anyway, so back to this little kid. Do you know who this little kid is or who he grows up to be later in life? Uh, no clue. So he and the killer have a connection. Ooh. So he is the limo driver in Die Hard. Get out of here. Nope. That's him. That's awesome. And the murderer is that FBI guy that gets yeah. killed in the helicopter. Yeah. Hard. That's awesome. I can totally picture that limo driver, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, that was just, uh, I was watching that yesterday. Saw part of it, I think. Anyway. Did you, did you like, you noticed it and put it together? Yeah, I mean, the look kid looked familiar. Name? I'm like, who the hell is this kid? And I went to the thing and I'm like, and I saw like, you know, the show like known for, and I saw Die Hard. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, the, the, wow. the, like Argyle was his name in that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So we have, you All know right. what? We have him and the girl from Knight Rider. We have all this stuff going on. It's like this six degrees of William Shatner. Yeah. Could probably come up with something there, but that's pretty hard. Um, all right, so back at the office. Uh, well, the girl came running up. We forgot this part. The oh yeah, girl from the studio came came running up after all this at lunch and said, "The barber was here. He was looking for you." Mm-hmm. Um, not you know. Not She's like, I'm pretty sure it was him. He seemed really creepy and but you know. Yeah. Um. So they're like, whoa. And like so back at the station, and immediately now okay. after that, she's like, "Okay, I'll help." <laughs> now that I'm yeah, in, right. now that I'm in jeopardy, I'm in. Uh, I'll help. Can I get police protection? <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. So so then they they go back to the station. They trace the combination of the oil and the brake lover <laughs> to one of one of no, fifty sh- dealers. Heather La- has Sheridan. Uh, what's Stacy? She's the one that did it. Oh yeah. Okay. She did all so that she work. Did it. Yeah. While it, mind you, while watching the cat, she was able right. to get all that done, and then somehow they narrowed it down even more. And Hooker tells the captain they need someone at at uh, the girl's house um, to keep an eye on her. And the captain's like, "Well, you know, we're not really there yet. We can't prove, you know." And he's like, "I'll do it when I'm off duty." <laughs> so I'll do it. I'll go. Yeah, I'll sure. look. I'll take one for the team. And I'll stay at her yeah, house like right. all night if you want. Like I'll just yeah, I'll just right. stay I there. Mean, you know. I realize I'm not getting overtime for this, but right. just remember. I mean, I don't need overtime. Just, you know, just remember this, you know, write it down that I took one for the team. <laughs> right. <laughs> Put this in the bank. So at her house, um, 
not sure why, but they're sitting on the sofa. It's very relaxing, and she's staring at a sketch of the killer. Um, not really the best way to spend the <laughs> evening if you think he's stalking you, but um, Hooker's with her, and uh, it gets romantic, as you would expect, uh, with Shatner. But then there's an interrupting knock at the well, door. Well, before that, though, I just want to go to some things that she says. Okay. She's, like, talking about their time before, mind you, when she should have been 16. <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm when not gonna a, let that go. I don't know how old she is. When she was a, to be a junior in high school. Yeah. <laughs> but she's like, I remember smells, good memories. I remember your aftershave. I remember you, like stirring your coffee or something as you thought I was napping on the couch. I'm like, so here's the. Why did they never talk to each other after he got divorced? Is what I want to know. Yeah, good question. If they were that hot before. No, every time every oh, when he's saying something like every time he closes his eyes that she was there. I'm like, "Come on, guys. That's, you know, we're adults here. You're 50 years old." <laughs> yeah. Uh anyway, but now yeah, That's now funny. Romano shows up just as they're starting to make out. Which again, he seems to be grabbing her arm pretty <laughs> pretty yeah, tightly. Yeah. Maybe that was a thing. That was like a technique. You know, like <laughs> a pickup artist thing or something. Yeah. I want to squeeze your arm until you kiss me. <laughs> the harder I squeeze, the longer the kiss yeah. will be. But So right. Romano's like, hey, I'm out here. I'll, I'll wait out in the car for you. Let me know when you're leaving. Blah, 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 blah. I'll let you the day shift know. I don't know what he's doing. But he goes back outside. Dog barks. He's like, hey, I'm here all week. And he's just kind of walking around. And he just gets freaking taken out immediately as he's walking around because he hears a noise. <laughs> I mean, he was so nonchalant, too. I mean, at least be on guard, right? I mean, <laughs> you, know, you know, there is a murderer looking for this woman, and you're just gonna be like, Yeah, there's probably no, I hear something over there, but I'm not gonna be I'm gonna, suspicious. I, I'm gonna poke the bush with my flashlight. Yeah. Now, mind like, you, again, no, you, he's like a first year rookie, so I guess we're not supposed to forget that part. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. Um, I will give you that. And then, meanwhile, the phone rings, and it's the Garcia guy, they got some information. Uh, from those prints, it turns out he is the Turk who escaped from a French prison. Um, hey, dude, I don't know how easy it is to escape from a French prison. I don't know. Have you seen any movies I don't with know. French prisons? I don't know. But in Europe, you know, they take those naps in the afternoon all the time. You just go and all the guards are napping. They seem pretty rough, French prisons. <laughs> I know, like, France in general, you wouldn't think so, but yeah, I don't know. Oh, but then but anyway. <laughs> they talk about something about how this guy kind of lost his mind because something with his mom i think they they think again gypsies yeah. come up in this she gets her head shaved so she can't work and that just tips him <laughs> off and that's why he cuts locks up right come something. up with a better story than that <laughs> jesus make any sense. they shave her head so he goes crazy <laughs> and kills women who dance well, that, what story was she a dancer too? And she so that's why she yeah she was like a dance she was like a dancing gypsy. And I got you. So in her until in her, she got her head shaved. Yeah, and her, you know the hair it's never not like grew they cut back. her feet off. I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't get it. How does that prevent you from dancing? I don't know. Uh, anyway, so now he didn't take it well. Yeah, Shetner goes to leave, and he goes to say hi to Romano in the car, and he's like, "Hey, Romano," and then he hear like. In the bushes, <laughs> yeah, right. and um, yeah, before he even gets over to Romano, um, Lynn starts screaming like because you see, like, the guy, 
like trying to open the back door and she just starts immediately screaming. So he goes running back. And yeah, I mean, the guy should have, you know, he should have waited a good 10 minutes. Before he, you know. <laughs> no. But maybe maybe drag Romano into the neighbor's yard or something and <laughs> drag him to that dog that's barking. Maybe he'll eat him. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It was kind of a weird scene because he's in the back door trying to get in. She's screaming. Hooker goes to the front door, but she doesn't open it for him. So he's got to kick it in. And then she's just standing in the middle of the living room saying he's in the kitchen or whatever. So he goes that way. Yeah. And then, oh, yeah, he's like, go in the bathroom now. And he like throws her almost like, out of the he's like, lock the door. Do it. Yeah. And then he goes in there. And I swear this is the kitchen that his from his wife's house, like in the. And the oh, pilot in the episode, episode? <laughs> yeah, it looked like the same kitchen, but they start fighting. Um, I don't know. It, there's a couple of good fight scenes, like a couple of good times where they're just like holding each other, and like William Shatner t- Hooker oh, just yeah. pulls his arm back like slowly, and then all of a sudden it's go boom. It's, <laughs> it's like when you're a kid in class and you're like pulling the rubber band back <laughs> as you're aiming at somebody. Yeah, it was like totally that slow. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, like he's building up momentum. But he ends up getting like thrown across the table, and the guy runs out the back door and takes off. Yeah. Um. So clean getaway. Yeah. Yeah. The guy gets away. <laughs> it's wrote down. Nice job, guys. <laughs> yeah. Right. He hops on his motorcycle and drives away. Like they didn't see again the motorcycle. Well, the motorcycle they, looked like it was just, parked. I don't know. Was there like an alley in the back or something? I don't know. I don't know. But if there were like squad cars driving around or whatever, who knows? Um, now we're back to now we're so, the next day back at yeah where, where are we now? Um, basically we're back they're like walking to their squad I think and Stacy comes running after them like you know yelling at him about the end of the watch you have to take this cat you know he's like yeah yeah oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Cat. I don't I don't know and so they go to the motorcycle shop that they kind of track down where this motorcycle might have been rented from and as they're walking in. The guy like pulls up on his bike and sees him and takes off. And I don't know why. For some reason, I wrote down "nice coat." Why did I write that? Down? <laughs> he must have had a nice coat on. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. He apparently, coincidentally, he was going to return the rental oh, bike at the same time. I think he had. Oh no, that's what it is. The guy working the bike shop, he had like this silver coat. <laughs> it looked like look like a. Like a uh, almost like a not a members only, but something in that genre. But it was like oh, silver, oh, nice. you know. That's what I was talking about. Like a, the motorcycle owner, shop, shop yeah. owner. He's like, "What? Did the guy get a bunch of tickets?" Like, uh, no. I told him. Yeah. No, he killed some people. But yeah. Um, and then I don't. So maybe it's my attention span. This is where I just start <laughs> tuning out of things. But I get to this point, you can only handle shows that are thirty-five minutes long. I, I'm like somehow they like they find out what ship he's on or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm guessing they got all that from Interpol, like or figured out what boat he came in on because they found out like then they yeah they found out like what his name he's using now is. Not that it matters, but they call it in. So they're like, go ahead, and they go to like they go to the ship or they're like outside the ship or something, but. They find out he steal he stole a car and he's after Lynn again. Right. Well, because they find the motorcycle abandoned, they, so that was called in. So he calls right. Stacy on the radio. He's like, "Hey, were there any cars stolen in that stolen in that same area?" 
you know, because yeah. genius. Cause, yeah, because Hooker's using his head. Because Romano's like, what do you care about any cars? There's uh, the motorcycle's gone. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. You know, but again, Romano, first year, you know. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, so they found out that he had, what kind of car that was stolen. So they call that in, and then um, they have some guy that is watching Lynn, and he's driving away. They get a hold of him on the radio, and he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm following her right now. She just left the studio, blah, 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 blah. And they're like, hey, do you see this green whatever they called in? And he's like, no, I don't see anything. And all of a sudden, the car just fucking takes off that he's following. He's like, wait a minute. <laughs> she just turned randomly at this red light. There's someone in the car. There wasn't anyone there. I'm like, yeah. did you check? Like, Obviously, all he did, because they show the back seat's been kicked out. So obviously, all he yeah, did was great, like, just look inside. Work. He didn't bother opening the trunk yeah. or anything. Right. So Good job, buddy. Yeah. So. And that guy, I can't place what I know him from. Um, he, uh, I can't find his name. I forgot what his name was in the episode. But he looked really familiar. He was like in a ton of stuff, but I can't think of like yeah. specifically what I know him from, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. There's lots of those guys. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, he's one of them for sure. But it, it, and he's also given Hooker directions on like where he's at. Yeah. So eventually Hooker catches up and, you know, again, Chase is on. So um, Hooker's trying to get the guy. The cops are trying to get the guy. There's a, a police roadblock. Um, so they come up on the roadblock, and he's got that Marlin knife up to her throat. And he's like, you know, if you stop, you know, no one's going to stop me from killing you. So she she hits the brakes and ducks down. <laughs> I'm not sure. Like I was, I thought he was going to be like projected from the car or something like that. But um, somehow she gets away and runs out of the car. And then this, the beauty of this is it's one on one hooker against the <laughs> killer. Yeah, hook. Hooker's like he's like stick. tells him all to stay back. He's like, I got him. <laughs> this one's mine. Yeah, and he's got he's got his baton, and the bad guy's got the hook, and they go at it. And yeah, and Hooker gets the use some of his moves that he was showing the recruits right. early on and um you know beat down this guy and then he actually beats him to the point where he flips the guy over the bridge yeah and the guy the guy's hanging on by one hand and you know as the hero would do he he sticks his baton down or his hand and he's like need a hand scum <laughs> and <laughs> And I, I fully expected the guy just to let go and fall. Right. He didn't. He, he pulled him up. So. And the best part was, is like he helps him up. You know, he gets him up there. He's, you know, he's got him, you know, turned around like he's going to put cuffs on him. And then the other guys run up to him. Like, how far oh, yeah. away were they? <laughs> they... Right. Right. <laughs> I know he said that I got it, but. that Yeah, that doesn't mean stay exactly where you are. Yeah, exactly. You know. <clears throat> Um, anyway, oh, the guy that I'm thinking of, he was on a, looks like a soap opera type show called Generations. Soap opera about two families, one black and one white. Obviously, he was the black fam- part of that family, but he was on 120 episodes of it, but I don't recognize this. I mean, never watched soap operas anyway, but nah. anyway, yeah. that's not where I know him from. But uh, yeah, so he gets them, they're arrested, blah, 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 blah. 
uh, what happens then? So, oh yeah, I did notice that they all they have like a wide shot again. They all get into their cars to go, and he gets in with what's her name and take her home. You know, um, Lynn. Lynn, thank you. And then, like the next day, they're at the the office. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot about that. And she's like, "Last night was wonderful." I'm like, "Oh God." <laughs> like really you're like i hope there's a lot more of those i'm like nope you're never on this show again <laughs> yeah right we can see the future <laughs> uh i don't know i, I mean I, I can see why they i don't know but anyway she got the night rider gig probably not long after this anyway uh might have been a yeah. year or two later um so what happens after that oh they see then gino came in yeah they see stevie sitting there so they talk to him He's like, hey, you're doing the right thing. He's like, I know. That's what my dad said. And then Gino walks in, right? And he's like, ah, oh, well, you know, uh, maybe I overreacted a little. I don't know. You know. How about a job? <laughs> yeah. So yep. he doesn't have to pay for the window, but now he's got to work for him. And he's all excited about working, which, you know, great. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he has a le- worker's permit from school, but uh, they should, probably should check on that. Yeah. But you know, again, the '80s, eh? You can get away with some stuff. Yeah, and then, and then, um, <laughs> um, what's her name? You know, Stacey. comes to talk to Romano again because they're like, "Oh, you got rid of the cat." He's like, "You know, there's a basket sitting there with a note, and it's from his friend who was going to take the cat back." He's like, "Uh, you know, I know, I'll, I'll take him when, it, you know, she's ready to travel." And I'm like, what? And meantime, the captain walks in. He starts sneezing. He's like, "What's in the basket?" And they open up. It's a cat with a bunch of kittens. Womp 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 womp. Exactly. And that's the end, because as every show in the '80s has to end on a high note. Right. And that's it. And that was it. Yeah. Yeah. Bad guys put away in the slammer. Probably gonna get extradited to France to go back to prison there. That's right. <laughs> the, the hellish prisons in France. I don't know. They're probably going to fight uh, over who gets to keep him in prison because, you know, he did a lot and, uh, you know, killed eight people here. So, yeah. Yeah. He's just going to rot in a bunch but, of different prisons for a while. Yeah. And then uh, the kid gets a job. Gino probably makes a lifelong friend and the neighborhood is safe once again. Yeah. Hooker and Lynn finally hook up. Yeah. And I guess they decide not to stick it out. <laughs> yeah. She probably realizes yeah. this guy Every is eight years, 30 like years older than me. <laughs> In eight more yeah. years, he's going to be 60. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be retiring. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But it, it was just, it was a fun episode. Just, you know, I, I, I just love, like I said, I love 80s Shatner. Um, I don't know what it is about him. I just don't know, like his. Everyone knows how he acts. This staccato, yeah, boy, and like just you know, it's the best. And actually, the other day, maybe that's why I thought of it too. Because the other day I was watching uh, TV at night, and a Columbo episode came on where he's on it, and it's one of oh, it's really? one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> One of my That's favorites. Awesome. I don't. I don't. Re- I don't recall that one. So yeah, we'll have to do that one. Oh, yeah, it's a good one. Well, there's one he does. He, there's and Leonard Nimoy's in a different one too. At one point. Oh wow. Yeah, and Leonard Nimoy is kind of a fucking badass in that one. <laughs> like a total yeah. asshole. It's great. Um, William Shatner is uh pretty much William Shatner in it. 
<laughs> he plays himself. Well, he plays an actor. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So no, this is fun. It was, you know, uh, I I don't think they needed the cat thing. They could have gotten rid of that. I think it would have been fine without it. They probably could have fleshed out yeah, some other stuff a little bit more. Um, yeah. But whatever. But I'd, he, I'd like to see a little more baton action. Right. Cool. A little more fighting. A little more, you know, car chase action in the motorcycle. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, but I, I I don't know when Heather Lockler character gets to go out on the streets, but obviously she does. Uh, yeah, right. I don't know how she's going to keep her hair looking like that though. I don't know how. How do they? The three of them. You don't usually see like three. No, three. yeah. Obviously they won't be. In the yeah. Partnered up. Yeah, like exactly. That. We'll see, Mike. Time will tell because we'll we'll do some more. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, if you guys have any thoughts. Let us know. Uh, by the way, we watched this on Crackle uh, for free, so it is available online. It is um, legitimately available online. Enjoy uh, without sure. having to pay. I think there's other ways you can do it too. Decent, game, decent quality too. Yeah, no, I mean, pfft, it was no worse. It was better than when we watched it back then. You know, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so definitely worth uh, checking out on Crackle, and I don't think you need yeah. an account for it. Um, you do not so because i don't yeah me either all right yeah and then next time i don't know what we're gonna do if you have any suggestions let us know sounds good all right anything else any final thoughts mike no that's all i got okay me too i think we're done that's good we've been blabbing long enough for you guys hope you enjoyed it we'll be back soon with another great episode uh in the meantime for this episode i used to watch this i am mike forgetto and i'm mike sullivan Talk to you next time. Bye. That's it for this episode of I Used to Watch This. Visit us at IUsedToWatchThis.com, Facebook.com slash IUsedToWatchThis, Twitter at IUsedTheNumber2WatchThis, and Instagram.com slash IUsedToWatchThis. Find us on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and wherever your favorite podcasts are available. Thanks for listening.